You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hey, it's Katie at Kush. I just want to let you guys know a little bit about our stash boxes. We've got the concentrate box. It has a gram of batter, a cart, some gummies, a lighter, and a pre-roll in it. Also, we've got the flower box. The flower box has a gra- uh, an eighth of flour, a moon rock, and a thunder stick, a pre-roll, a gummy, and a lighter. Both these boxes, they come in a really cute Christmas package, and they're 20% off now until Christmas. Come in and get you one. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. I'm over it. <laughs> Welcome to the Kush Life podcast. Yeah, this is going to be a good fun one, I already know, no doubt. Katie, though, let's check in. Uh, we're here in the back of the Kush dispensary. We want to know how uh, Winter Wonderland has been here at the Kush dispensary. Winter Wonderland is in full effect. Definitely. We had our first snow day, first official good snow day, too. Right? I mean, that was nice. The snow nice. was the best. I don't, it's possibly the best I've seen in, what, 10 plus years? Yeah, quite I haven't some, seen well, snow like that in a while. It's been a while, and that was nice. And we have all our Christmas decorations up. The mm. dispensary looks so festive and fun. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. It's It's joyful. Joyful. And we're doing our um, Christmas donation drive, which is really fun. We, we're getting a lot of good donations in. And then we're also doing... All right, talk to us about the toy. You said it's a toy drive or Christmas. What is it? It's just straight up donations. So you can bring toys, clothes, toiletries, anything to donate. And we have a big old box in the front lobby and it's filling up fast, That's which awesome. is nice. Yeah. That's really cool. All right, can we check in? It's, t- it's time to see. Do we have a, a leader right now? Is there a second, third place? Or what's it looking like for the... Uh, the reci- Feel This Recycling yes. Drive? Yes, um, It's looking good. Um, we have a big box for that one, too. It is filling up rather quickly. People are really excited, bringing in lots of drams. Tara Hurt is definitely the leader right now. She Tara, has way to go. like 350 drams she's oh, brought shit. in. But, um, yeah, we definitely have people close behind her with, like, 200 drams, which is awesome. We're, we're picking up lots of recyclables. That's, uh, that's a good thing. Yes, making a, a thing. difference. Yeah. Uh, we are, uh, we're ready to go into what I think is going to be a super fun, but also very informative. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this. I think there's a big reason why... Uh, a lot of people push for OMM was to go talk about exactly what we're going to discuss today, which is addictions, which is how to get off of uh, certain things, right? And, and trying to ramp up our, ourselves, I think, on the inside, too, right? Uh, there's, there's only one question I got to start, start off by asking is, is, what's your favorite Chris Farley movie? <laughs> because apparently we've got, uh, we've got Blood of Farley here with us. Blood of Farley. How's it going, everybody? How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will say, Chris Farley is my uncle. That's really cool. That's <laughs> really, really cool. Um, Which Chris Farley, though? 
<laughs> the fat guy <laughs> in a little coat. <laughs> there we go. There we go. No, I wish. I wish he was, but uh, I'm very fortunate to have the same name as him. So yeah. uh, I try to represent it as best I can. So You're doing a good job. All right, Farley, please introduce yourself. How you doing? My name's uh, Farley. Uh, I uh, own Skunk Shots right now. Uh, it's a weed photography. Uh, just out here, just trying to capture the best content I can for cannabis enthusiasts, cannabis people. Um, I just hit 1K followers on Instagram, so I'm hoping I'm doing something right. I just nice. started this in March. That's cool. Uh, once COVID hit, so I'm uh, just pushing along, just just trying to trying to bring people the rawest content i can unedited shooting videos whatever so that's awesome uh and chris i think you said you guys met at uh, an expo is that what it was no we met just the other night ah. i believe right yeah, yeah. Uh, was it tuesday night yeah. but he shoots photos at expos oh yeah yeah i i um i've i went to cowboy cup recently took some stuff at cowboy cup uh, I, I shoot where anybody wants me. So we've been in the same room a few times. Didn't know that he was Farley. He didn't probably didn't know I was Chris, and we were just like mingling around. Now it's Chris Farley. Yeah, now, <laughs> Chris yeah. And Farley. perfect combination. Yeah. So. yeah, we're related. Yeah, that's that's the title for this episode, Chris and Farley. <laughs> yes, definitely. All right, so tell us your story. I mean, where where'd you grow up? Where are you from? Uh, well, I'm, I'm born and raised here in Tulsa. All right. Um, been here my whole life. I'm 30. Love Tulsa. You know, a bunch of my friends I remember in high school and stuff, they'd always be like, oh, I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get out of here. I've always loved Tulsa. I've loved the... I was ready to get out. Oh, see, see I, I'm yeah. Farley. I was. I love it. I love it. It's, well, I it's love so it now, chill. but I, when I was high school, I was ready to go. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I thought about it too, but, you know, like, my mom was like, hey, you should go to Colorado. You know, like, go. And I'm like, uh, but All right, I'm how old are you? are a young guy. Me, I'm 30. I'm 30 now. Okay, but yeah, that's what I'm you said a second ago. Yeah. Uh, where'd you go to high school? I went to Jinx. I'm a, I'm a Trojan. Graduated. Yeah. 2008. Eight. Cool. Yeah, right. Semi-baby, semi-old. Semi. 30 years old, peaking at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so grew up in Jinx the whole time? Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I went to high school in Jinx. I lived in Tulsa my, my whole life. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I... I High school was good, you know. That I started smoking around thirteen, fourteen years old, and you know my 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 family was, you know, back then, they were not into the weed at all. All right, so that's a question we always ask. So cool, glad you want to hop right into <laughs> it. What was your first smoking experience? Well, <laughs> at ninety first and Yale, there's this hill, an apartment complex, and at the time, our friends called it the G spot. So we went up there one time. We had like a buddy's truck. Um, he put a air mattress in the back or whatever. Me, him, few 81st girls. Eighty first and yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like eighty first and yeah. Got so that quick trip. Yeah, that's quick where, trip. yeah, yeah. So I used to live in that in those apartments. Vintage on Yale. Vintage on Yale. Vintage exactly. On Yale, yeah, eighty yeah, first and Yale. My I ball. used to work there. Did you? Yep. That's I awesome. painted all their apartments when I had a painting company. <laughs> See, full circle. full circle. Full circle. Tulsa. That's right? the thing about yeah. Tulsa. Tulsa. Uh, we're small we're fully integrated right here. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I wanted to stay here. Like I, I love Tulsa. I love the closeness. No matter. We do have a big city feel, but, you know, they call us Little Austin for a reason. So I love it here. But, yeah, you know, smoking at the G-Spot, it was great. So that's well, Okay, well, yeah, what was the first time? You know, I, I smoked out of a pop can, you know, probably. You Same know, here, pop yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to do what you got to do. My family, though, growing up, always told me, no weed, no weed, no weed. Weed's bad, weed's bad, weed's bad. You're a piece. Can I say, can I cuss? 
You can say whatever yeah. you want. You're yeah. a piece <laughs> of shit. You know, weed's bad. And that, but that's how they were raised, you know, and, you know, older I've gotten, the, the more integrated, you know, like my, my dad don't care now. My mom, she doesn't smoke at all. My dad doesn't either, but she, she was a lot harder on me, even still towards, you know, till I'm getting 30, but she's actually more lean. I actually got her to smell my lemon. She loves lemons. And I was growing some lemon grab at home and I got her to smell it the other day. And I was like, I was super <laughs> stoked for that, you know, milestone. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. So, but yeah, um, so did you grow up real conservative or what? So that was my story. Like my parents absolutely yes. know. I grew up in church, super conservative. No, it's not. It's not that. Um, just regular. And they yeah, just didn't we were, like it. Yeah, yeah. They just yeah. yeah. I, my uncle. I mean, there was. I mean, it's it Tulsa. was a different time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. My, my uncle wasn't the best person. I love my uncle definitely. He's a great person. But I'm like to them at the time when he was smoking, he got into trouble, and it just spitballs from there. Like my brother, I have a half brother. He lives in Texas. He got arrested when he was in high school because on a Sunday they went back to high school to smoke in the parking lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, not a smart decision. No. So they, you know, they got rolled up on a meet. I mean, <laughs> what do you expect when you go smoke at a school on a Sunday? Nobody's there. So, you know, so they they had all these bad instances of pots bad pots. But look here, you get in trouble. This this this, and you know, finally until I mean honestly until. They were starting to, you know, getting older. I'm, I think it was 20, when did OMMA get passed? 2008 or 2018? 18, yeah. Yep. 2018. So about, you know, about then I was working, working on them. And then when, when the, the cannabis passed, I was like, look, you, you, you can't dog me no more. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's you know, it's, it's a healing medical. Like, it's helped me with my addiction. It's helped me with so much stuff. And now they see that and understand it and appreciate it a little bit. So Right. Cool. I have a very similar situation. My family is probably very similar what right now they're a little farther because we own dispensary together but um honestly topicals are really what changes that generation's mind because i, I got i'm sorry not my, no, i no. got my mom i i literally have got her I, i've been starting to do that like integrate her and she's used once okay you know work but but mm-hmm. To get her to use, it's it's amazing. And I just got her some other stuff. The other day, she had some, some older lady. She lives in this, like, older, like, neighborhood community. And she's like, uh, can, can, can you can you make them a joint? What, what the joint? And I'm like, I, I got it, Mom. Don't worry. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's cool that they're supporting you and okay with it now. Or open to it now. Getting there. You know... Growing up being a pothead my entire life, it's awesome finally <laughs> to get, you know, some people get to smoke with their parents. Mm-hmm. I've never got to do that. I envy you guys so much if you get to smoke with your family. It's awesome. I so would love to smoke a joint with my family. Maybe one day, but not right now, but yeah. we're getting there. <laughs> Maybe. It's also, it's really cool when I see parents and their kids come into the dispensary together, just because you can see that they're like going out and spending the day together and like... Uh, making a whole that event cool. of yeah, it yeah, yeah. and it's like they're bonding they're i don't know it, it's just really cool to yeah. be able to be a bud tender for those people i, I love it that. Yeah. i'm not real sure how this is but i've seen a, a dispensary in okc post that they were allowing guests to come back in to the establishment Oh, um, these people I'm talking about all have their cards. I know, but, I know. Um, but I, I saw it. But some people who don't have their cards not can afford or whatever. But they get to experience that. 
I don't know if the laws change on that or not because I, I I know in the beginning when it first passed they were allowing that like oh, people could were? do whatever, mm-hmm. but now it, it's changed. Definitely frowned upon. Exactly. Yeah, so imagine. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> curious to see how that goes. But I, I thought I, I always like that. I mean, I think it's really cool. If, even if you don't have your card or whatever, you're out of t- whatever you experience that. Even if your family, or even mm-hmm. you know, like you're saying with with having parents and kids having the card. Well, you know, some kids don't have their card, but you know, maybe they do want them to have, but they can't because I think they have to get kids under eighteen have to get like two doctor's approvals. They it's a it's a it's like a like a stretch that they have to go through for their kids to get their medical card. So. I, I mean, I, I think it's awesome regardless. Uh, yeah. it, like you said, it's so cool. So cool to see. All right. So you grew up uh, here in Tulsa. You went to Jinx, graduated. What was next? Oh, man. Uh, that's, you know, after high school, I was like 250 pounds. Then high school, I was like 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, I looked like I was 30 when I was 15. Uh, so when I turned 18, I, I, I lost all my baby weight finally. So I was a, a skinny little fucker. And, you know, I, I went around and partied and got into drugs and, you know, lived my life. And there's a good stretch of my life that I really don't remember. I, I really don't. And, and that bothers me today. It really does. Because I lived some good times during those times, but I was so fucked up that I have, I, I, I mean, I, I get particles. And, you know, through that time, you know, I, I, I was just doing all sorts of shit. And you live and you learn, you know, I, I do regret it a little bit, but it made me who I am today. All right. Yeah. I would say for most of us, right. We kind of understand no matter good decisions, bad decisions, you know, that's, we continue through life. We kind of understand. Yeah. Well, it kind of has made me who I am. Definitely. It wasn't really until I got sober when I kind of like looked back and was like seeing all the shit I did <clears throat> and it, it, it bothers me, but at the same time, you don't want to live life with regret, so you just push on. And, you know, that's what I do. I just push on, keep living, keep working, just try to better yourself. I try to better myself every day than I did the day before. Yeah, that's. I think that's a really good, good way of thinking. Yeah, and also, yeah, you can't change the bad decisions or the things change. that you did. You can only be better today and be better tomorrow and everything. So, I mean, it just motivates you to do better be better but also like you can't that's way better than just dwelling on w- the past or dwelling on what you did wrong or you know i i definitely i mean there was a period of time where i definitely dwelled 100 percent. right you know and and th- don't get me wrong i i still i'll still dive back into that deep hole sometimes and it you know i'll, I'll say it right now i'm an addict full and through I'm an addict. I'll always be an addict. It's going to stay with me for the rest of my life. But I make better decisions now and cut out the bullshit because of marijuana. Cannabis has helped me push through that. So you say you're an addict. Help me understand what you mean. You know, through those those years when I was partying and, and, and doing all that, my, my DOC drug of choice was pain pills. I loved pain pills. Um... Honestly, I have a big nose. I, I love anything I can snort, and that's my problem. I got a fucking vacuum for a nose, and I hate that, <laughs> but I do. And that you know, going through that time, 
It was terrible. I mean, I mean, I, 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 all you do, you chase for the drug. You chase. It's all you do. You're chasing, chasing, chasing. You're chasing for the next pill. You're chasing. I never shot up. I don't like needles, so I'm very fortunate for that. But it didn't matter because I, I could do pills all day because I'm a big person. I'm a big guy. So it doesn't affect me like other people do. So, you know, I, you do all that. <laughs> you know, I, I lost memory of time. You know, like say, you know, I don't remember a lot of that time. But, you know, when I finally got sober, talking to the doctors, and this was before cannabis was legal here, even the doctors would be like, I would tell them, listen, I smoke pot. And like, you know, because I'm OCD, I'm ADD, ADHD, whatever you want to say. I, I They gave me... Uh, Adderall or whatever I took Adderall it like controlled me way too much I couldn't take it I, I threw it away I told him you know stop prescribing me that and I told him I was like well cannabis helps me like I smoke and that's literally what helped me and he goes listen off the record great keep doing that but on the record I can't tell you to do that you know because it's illegal so that was my first introduction to all that to cannabis really helping me propel myself forward why do you think why do you think it helped you what does it do for you Man, I'm, I don't know, I, I'm so high strung, really high strung, and, yeah, yeah, uh, really high strung, and uh, shout out Whitewater Hash, we're going to try some out right now. Boom. But uh, I, just going through all that, cannabis, I don't, I, I, you know, I really can't pinpoint it, it's just, I guess it makes me chill, like. You know, I I was really like I used to get mad, like especially on pain pills. You know, your 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 mentality fluctuates all the time. You're you're mad, you're happy, you're sad. You know, you never know what mood you're gonna wake up in. But cannabis would flatline that. You know, you you, you it keeps you on that level, kill your even kill whatever you want to say. It keeps you there, and I think that's what helped me the most was just it brings me back down to earth. I I always feel like. I'm walking out of an out-of-body experience. I always feel like I'm watching myself run life. I'm not in my body. I'm over here sitting in the corner watching myself talk right now. Like, that's how I feel. But with cannabis, it brings me back in, brings me back whole, calms me down. It's, I really can't, it's just, it just, it just helps. I mean, it really does. I can't really say it just really helps me. Like, I mean, it really does. All right, what do you normally like to smoke? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a connoisseur, I will say. I, I'm a hash head. No, oh, just. <laughs> no, just hit it. Just hit it. <laughs> just Shout out Puffco. Shout out Cooper's Glass, by the way. Just this Cooper's hard. Glass piece is fire. If not, hit up at Cooper's Glass. He's a homie. But. That's fire. It's my turn to hit. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, smooth. Just a brief introduction, right? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Yeah, he handed it over. I was like, ah, what do I do? <laughs> <coughs> uh, what do you normally like to smoke? Um, I'm a connoisseur, like I said. Well, okay, I, okay. <coughs> let me ask that a little bit more. Let me ask a more specific question. All right, so you, you like hash. We were saying earlier we like to smoke flour. Uh, mostly, yeah, mostly we smoke a lot of flour. So I'm, I'm kind of a both. Like I, I do a lot of diamonds as well. Diamond Diamonds are great. Um, I like solventless. Solventless, yeah. The hash rods and solventless is really good. It just all depends on. So let me go strain. Do you have a strain that you oh, like? Oh man, <coughs> purple punch hash is very hard to make, according to people I talk to. So anyone that makes some really foul purple punch hash, 
I'm all in. All right, what did we low, just... A low yielder is what is what I hear about the Purple Punch. That's why a lot of people don't make it. But when they do, yielding. it is the best tasting stuff you will ever, ever have. In my opinion, I'm I'm a, mm. I'm not gonna say a ter- I, I like terps for sure, but you know I, I like or- I'm an orange, um, you know the purple. I love any of the purple stuff, any of the grape, all that stuff. But the, that purple punch hash is just I I can't. It's just on a different level. All right, what did we what did we take? This is uh, white water hash is fuzzy pie. <coughs> it's. Do we know anything about it? Yeah, it is peach. Peach OZ X grape pie. So peach OG cross with grape pie. It'll be indica leaning. It's crumbly and dry. It was real light in color. It smoked really nice. It was smooth. It, comes it was very smooth. Yeah, it yeah. was really smooth. Yeah. It comes with a. This one came in a two gram hash rosin cold cure, one to two wash, seventy to one forty nine U. All right. So why do you do hash versus flour? I do both. Like I'm, know, I'm a okay, big. I know, no, both, no, 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 no. But, but I, I do both. So I do like mostly like like when I first wake up in the morning, like right before I go to work, I'll take a dab, and then on the way to work, after I take the dab, I'll smoke a joint, and then I go to work, work for an hour or two, then I'll smoke another joint, work for another hour or two, smoke another joint, uh, and then I'll t- I have a I just bought a turp pen. I used to use a nectar collector to smoke my hash at work. Now I have a turp pen. I'm still learning how to use it. it. I got the new one. It's touchy. It, I don't know. It's weird. Different. The XL. The bit. Yeah. The XL. Yeah. It's it's different. Like it. I've used some other people's turp pens. The the regular one. Mm-hmm. I think I almost like the regular one more than the XL because you you know you have to touch it for to get it to the different settings. And it's sometimes it doesn't respond and I don't know. It, it's new to me, so I'm still learning. Got to learn. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the I, girls up here really like their turp pins, and they like the XL ones, but I don't know. It's just, it's. I mean, it's quick and easy. You don't have to have the torch. You don't have to pull the torch. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have the torch. You got to have the neck collector. You know, you got to light it, you know. So the turp pin, it's, my only thing is, is, you know, I got to hit it three or four times before it gets hot enough to actually, you know, hit it. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. learning, you know, I'm trying to learn all that. But flour, I kind of even it out. I'm, I used to be a real big cart guy, you know, and... I'm not much of a cart guy anymore. Is is there okay? But why would somebody do hash versus flour, or flour versus hash? Oh, uh, hash is usually. I mean, it's going to be more concentrated form. Stronger. Stronger, um, but hash is more of an old school thing. Usually, the people smoking hash in the store, or buying hash in the store, are an older crowd, and they like the really dark old school hash. But if we're talking about probably what Farley's doing, it's just, I mean, more of a Keef, stronger, more potent high. You know, for mm-hmm. me, a lot of people will be like, damn, you're taking dabs on dabs on dabs. Mm-hmm. What well, affects me differently than everybody song, else? Yeah, yeah it, 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 it really does. I mean, like, some people will be like, damn, how do you not, like, how do you not feel that? And it's just like, I don't know. I'm just a bigger person. I, I just take more. And everyone's personal preference is different, you know. Well, That's what I try to explain. Your tolerance is going to go up. Well, and it, it it sounds like the way you're describing it is that your chemical imbalance naturally is off, and you're 100%. bringing it more hundred percent on kilter, 100%. and so that just means something different for you. 
every, like every, yeah everyone's different on you know on how they intake how how much they can take you know like but i mean i like i i've taken but also like you know i've taken like i i tried some sour patch gummies from a dispensary one time and they said it was like you know five thousand million whatever they said it was really high mm-hmm. i mean i ate them all and I, you know, I didn't really feel it. It is funny about gummies. On some people, they can just eat it. Eat mm-hmm. it and and that goes for anything. Yeah. Brown. I mean, that, yeah. that's. I agree. So I, I've kind of stepped back from the edibles a little bit, um, mostly just uh, flour, hash rosin. I feel like there's a challenge right oh here. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just heard a bong water challenge. That's what I was about to say. Is that a bong water challenge? Yeah, yeah. that is a bong water challenge yeah. if I've ever heard one. What about like RSO? I've had RSO. Um, and how does it affect you? Better than most. I mean, it, it, it's definitely a a strong. It's definitely strong. You know, it's it definitely hits you more for me. I mean, it does. But I, I I'm not. I always feel like like RSO to me when it first originated, wasn't it for like cancer patients? Correct. Well, mm-hmm. I think that's mostly where the education is brought in. But like we have patients that use it for other things like back pain and and also just like once you're consuming that those straight cannabinoids it's gonna help your organ issues more than and if other you well, if you go online you can look up rick simpson uh, rso is rick simpson oil but he has a whole story um his whole story about it um he was big in california trying to get laws passed cannabis laws back in the day but yeah look up rick simpson oil and rick simpson he has a great story legend all right, so we, we want to talk about addiction. We want to talk about OMM. You know, how, when you think of why you smoke and you, you mentioned, you know, how well it does for you throughout the day, you know, what, if you're going to try and help, because I think it's a big thing, what you try and do, right, is try and help people understand the process to get through it, why cannabis is good for it. So what, what words of wisdom do you give? You know, when I was going through the transition – between being a dope head, you know, on the pills and all the shit and, and, and getting clean. Um, I, I did smoke cannabis a lot during that and, and people would be like, Oh, you're an addict, but you smoke weed. And I'm just like, that makes no sense. Weed's God's gift. It was made from the ground. Like, you know, pills are, are handmade. Cocaine comes from the junk. I mean, it, it, all that stuff is not pure, like can like cannabis. I mean, it's all pressed and pressed. It's, it's you know. So cannabis is the most. And, and I will say a little off topic. I did use some mushrooms. Microdosing really helps. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Microdosing really helps. Um, but yeah, during that time, you know, you're gonna hurt. Like getting off opiates is a fucking struggle body hurts it is the worst shit you'll ever go and i almost feel like covid19 is probably almost similar to what uh, like someone coming off opiates like hardcore opiates like i got covid it was it to me it felt like i got covid earlier in the year and it really felt like that's what it felt like to me like that i told my mom i was like i feel like i'm withdrawing it and i fucking hate that but during when i was off the opiates like getting off that cannabis actually curved that I was, you know, I was smoking a shit ton, you know, just pounding and just trying, just trying to do something, you know, kratom, whatever. But cannabis always brought it back, and it just, 
just comforted me and just loved it. So what do you guys hear from uh, patients that come in? Uh, do they share stories of, uh, of um, their progress and how they're coming along? Yeah, well, I mean, being in a dispensary, it's often a lot like being in a bar, except people don't stay quite as long. But, yeah, they open up. They tell you a lot about their life and their struggles. Bud tenders are therapists. Yes, they are. They, they definitely deserve those tips. And, um, but, yeah, and people have ups and downs, and we hear good stories, and we hear struggle stories, and we are here for it all, and we care about everyone, and we, we just want the best, and we, we do all we can. But no, not it's not always winning. But we try. We we definitely try, and we help. We try to keep people positive because it is a struggle for a lot of people—a daily struggle. And I, sorry, I guess I'm not so positive right now. I guess we've had a couple people relapse and have some really hard struggle stories right now. And so, no, and it no. just it it affects everybody. And so, yeah. No matter how much, sorry, no matter how much you you relapse, you relapse, but you're that's basically you're starting over. You just you just clear your head. You're like, all right, I got this. How many times you relapse? Keep pushing. Keep going. Keep doing it. You can do it a hundred times. We'll love you still. It doesn't matter. Addiction's hard. And people who never been through it honestly they'll say they understand but they really don't know what we go through so it's just just keep pushing guys keep pushing definitely and we care about you and there's a lot of people that care about every each and one of each and every one of you out there it's like it just yeah all of my bud tenders and just everybody is there is there certain strengths is there certain specific direction that you would encourage them to go towards I mean, everybody's different, and everybody's needs So that would still be different, different based on the person. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely. I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, really, it just depends on. Like, I personally, I never went to, uh, I never went to a uh, rehab facility. I did, I did it through a therapist and on my own. Um, so I mean, everyone's different. So I mean, a lot of people can't afford that shit. So you're gonna have to do it on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be afraid to talk to people. Like a lot of people are talking about, they're like, I'm literally putting this out for fucking public knowledge right now. Like I, I, I can't really talk about the family dynamic background, like what implicates me of like speaking right now because of family businesses, but I'm putting it out there like right now. So if I can do it and put it out there, don't be afraid to talk, go to meetings, do what you need to do, you know, get yourself better for your friends and family. Because I'm telling you, I watched my family suffer for years. I never saw. I mean, I watched it, but I didn't really give a shit. I didn't care. But now, I mean, now I do. I mean, I saw it. They cared. So just just keep pushing. Keep doing what you got to do. Call somebody. If you don't got nobody, call dispensary. Shit, call Kush. Like, you know, call somebody. Like, seriously, (laughs) like, call here. Say, hey, I'm struggling. I promise you these people here will take care of you. Yeah, they do. There are people that come up here just to hang out because they need somebody to talk to sometimes and they are that close to us so yeah we are kind of we are those places <laughs> that's awesome and we won't charge you <laughs> like i said butt tenders are therapists yes all right anything else uh, you'd like to uh discuss 
you had a couple of items on your agenda. I want to give you a last opportunity to throw out anything else you want to talk about, man. Nah, I, I mean. I think I, there was a challenge in there. Oh, we contest? got the bong water yeah. challenge. We got to do that. But that's, that's next episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> there was a. You had some contest or something. What? Oh well, I, I'm, I'm gonna. Oh, we'll talk about that. I want to do a, a, a giveaway. Uh, I'm gonna do a giveaway with Kush. Um, I uh, I just hit a 1K followers on Instagram. Like I said, I started this in March. Uh, super happy. I appreciate the Skunk Squad for following me. Um, I'm I'm I got a one last Rio, the Rio N one dab rig. Uh, I'm gonna give that away. Um, I launched my hoodies. Um, I've been getting Instagram banned a lot lately for my posts because Instagram's being bitches lately. Um, I've been banned probably four times in the last two months. Just recently, I just got back today. Um, you feel like there's a little some haters out there banning your stuff? I think in stuff? the beginning there was definitely haters, but now it's 100% the, the algorithms, okay. uh, Facebook and Instagram algorithms. Um, you just gotta be more careful how you're wording. And see, I word mine. That's what everyone's like. Oh, word, word. And like, no, yeah. I word mine appropriately. Gotcha. It's literally they see the bud photo and they snag it. Like, so. Uh, okay. I think because now I've been hit so many times, I'm a high risk. I would assume in the algorithm. Right, right. And so, like, they hit me. Like, so, but I. So my, you think the algorithm is targeting your picture? Oh no, hundred percent. There's multiple. Are there's you sure? multiple Instagram companies or m multiple Instagram profiles that have been hit in the last month. Well, Okie Buds is a big one. He's been hit a lot. They've hit our page a few times, but it's always the most random picture. Yes, that is not a picture of a bud. Yes, and it's nothing. It's like not even a post that should get flagged. I've won a few appeals because of that, but. but they when you appeal, then they just see your page. And no, I've, I've won appeals as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, you win appeals because it's right now, because of COVID, there is no, there's like, no, I won't say no. There's a few people running their, however they run their bands or whatever. There's only a few people. So it's mostly a computer now. So if it sees, you know, I'm sure they get at points, you know, they show pictures or whatever, and it looks like this, you know, I would assume technology is crazy nowadays but i mean i've been hammered hard but i've my thing is it's been with facebook my instagram is connected to facebook mm -hmm. and just facebook's I, I just did that and yeah. so i'm hoping well, that we've this even time seen just on the algorithm from facebook if you move auto move photos over facebook doesn't like it right it likes I, you to i honestly had no problem individual. until the election about october once the election started picking up they a hundred percent I think they 100% sent out an ins a censorship, inter uh, like an Instagram algorithm. That's uh, Biden's fault. 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it, I literally I mean not Trump. That's hit. Trump's fault. Yeah, which, <laughs> yeah, which one? It's both of them. It's fault. the government. Right, well, we were talking about your whole contest. We just chased a big, long rabbit. Must have been that good. Uh, ADHD. Well, yeah, that too. But anyways, we're going to give now away. I was going after the, uh, the fun smoke we had. We're going. We're we're gonna give away a real and one giveaway with a. I have hoodies that I have a few left uh, that I'm gonna give away. Also, uh, launched my website www.skunkshots.com, and then I'm gonna partner with Kush on this giveaway. Um, still figuring out what I'm gonna give away. I'm gonna give away an eighth and maybe a gram of wax too with it. So, and All if right. you ever uh, need a Skunk Shots hoodie, you can always find them at Kush. Skunk Shots merch. 
is about to be coming on. Shout out Skax, by the way. Skaggs oh made, yeah, yeah. Oh, is I, that who's doing your merch? Yeah, I saw okay. I saw your post. I'm gonna tell you, I saw Skaggs at the post. Shout out Skaggs. Yep, made we some love fire Skaggs. hoodies. We love so. Skaggs. Good guy. All right, so where do people go? Where do uh, they find you? My, I have a. <laughs> for now, I have a Facebook. Uh, it's it's <laughs> at Skunk Shots. And I, for now, I have an right, Instagram. If you get banned, you got to let Kush know <laughs> so then people can reach out to Kush and be like, okay, he's over here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah Instagram, we'll keep tabs and, on him. Instagram yeah. and Facebook is at Skunk Shots. S K U N K S H O T S. At Skunk Shots. Anything, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, hit me up. Appreciate everybody. Skunk Squad Strong. Thank you. <laughs> Where do hey. people find uh, Kush Dispensary? Oh. Um, you can find us Kush Instagram at Kush Dispensary Tulsa. You can find us on Facebook at Kush Tulsa. You can find us at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. 918-742-KUSH. That's the phone number. Kush, Kush, Give Kush. us a call. And even if they just want to say hi, right? Yeah. Even if they just want to say hi. Yeah. Come call. Come hang out. Cush uh, Lounge is opening in spring. All right. Yes. Beware. Get it's on the way. Seven. Aren't you guys having Paul Wall and who? Mike Jones? Yes. February 6th. Paul Wall, Mike Jones, uh, Hard Knocks. At the Shrine. At the Shrine. But the meet and greet is here at Cush, of yeah. course, before. Um, there are a couple more names that are coming out that I cannot mention yet. Oh, it, it gets better, but maybe we'll have skunk shots come and take some pics. Maybe, oh yeah, maybe. Yep. Uh, OG Louis the Thirteenth. Oh, I don't know if you guys know who King Louis is. King Louis. Yep, you know him. King Louis gonna be in the building. I'm. I'm not saying he's here. Oh. I'm, I'm saying that <laughs> he's here. I'm not saying he's here. Exclusive info coming right now. <laughs> yep. Get ready, guys. <laughs> All right. We're looking forward to it, Farley, man. Much much props on your journey. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for uh, telling us about your process and how you've gotten through everything, man. We wish you nothing but continued success. I appreciate you guys for allowing me to come on, Chris. Appreciate appreciate everything, Kush. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. And thank thank you. you for getting me super stoned. <laughs> It's what we're here for. Sharing is caring, everybody. Sharing is caring. (laughs) It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Hey guys, this is Katie at Kush. Just want to give you a friendly reminder that we'll be closing early on Christmas Eve at 5 o'clock and we'll be closed Christmas Day and New Year's Day, just giving our bud tenders a little time with their families. I hope you guys have a great Christmas and a happy new year. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.